This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is... You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. News in break. News in Homesdale Radio is proudly sponsored by CompleteSigns.co.uk. Complete Signs are a producer of top quality internal and external signs for an ever-expanding portfolio of clients, including hotels, schools, local authorities and small businesses across the nation. Offering a wide range of creative solutions from flat metal nameplates to neon fascia signs and everything in between. Clients are offered the highest standards in consultation and sales support to ensure complete customer satisfaction. With clients free to choose solutions from a wide variety of materials including brass aluminium stainless steel wood and a number of plastics covering most of south england with virtual offices in croydon epsom hawley worcester park in surrey crowthorne in berkshire regent street west london docklands east london and crawley in brighton in sussex so if you're looking for the complete professional service for your sign needs then look no further than complete signs Head to their website, completesigns.co.uk, for further information, including contact details and full office addresses. Live commentary. An easy finish, really, for Sergio Torres, heading past him into an empty net. It's very disappointing for Crystal Palace, and it's 2-0 Crawley. It's horrific, but it's much, much worse as being in the press area in the Crawley main stand. <laughs> Happy to hear them, Sean. Who are you at the Palace, Ben? Live interviews. The deal that's done, are you, uh, that you got a message about, is it, is it definitely done, or...? Hopefully, yeah, I need to get off the phone, really, and, and find out, but... Um, <laughs> Alright, no, we'll let you I go, think, then. I think, it, I think it was the midfielder, or the striker, I'm not sure, one of the two. <laughs> Expert analysis. Peter Ramage has gone on a season-long loan to Barnsley. Uh, Dog <laughs> 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 That was utterly ridiculous. Way. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Right, don't milk it. You get rot on my teats. Move along. <laughs> yeah, keep churning them out. Well, most of the time, anyway. Homesdale Radio.
Well, we're hopeful. Well, there you go. Um, it's not the old music on the head there, Tom. We'll try and work out what's happening. I don't really know what's happening to all today. But let us know if you can actually hear us. I've got a feeling that we're going to be pretty quiet today. So you might have to chuck your volumes right up. At some point, Mikey will be around and maybe he might be able to sort out what's going on. There we go. Uh, so, guys, uh, to keep doing news in brief for me, don't worry about any music, Tom. Just go live now. News in brief. Stephen Dobby <laughs> has moved online. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Dobby moved on loan to Blackpool until the end of 2013. Confirmed by the official Twitter account, the Scottish forward, who signed in a two-year deal in July, will be returning to the seaside club he previously played for, having failed to earn a place in the Palace 25-man squad. Saturday's visit to Southampton has sold out. The club sold its allocation to St Mary's last week. Other tickets are on sale in the box office for our home matches against Fulham and Everton, and also tickets for our much-anticipated trip to Anfield are also now available. Tickets for the away games to Liverpool are nearly sold out according to a club statement. The official CPFC site stated that all tickets have now been sold except for a final allocation of restricted and severely restricted view seats. The remaining tickets can be purchased for between £38 and £41, depending on the view for adults, and only £5 for juniors. What's that that News in brief. Oh, Nick, Nick, your live jingles are amazing. Go on, Joe, what are you moaning about? No, uh, restricted and severely restricted. Mm, What's the difference? About? You have to get a, uh, one of them periscopes from Bazooka Joe's. You have to get enough bubble gum. <laughs> Nick, can can you please, while I'm looking for a phone number for someone, can you please explain to me what Bazooka Joe's is? Chewing it's gum. Some, some, some bubble gum. I'll tell you what, it's much better than talking about that game today, isn't it? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Bazooka it... Joe's used to be able to collect vouchers to get, get things in the post. The, the best one was the, um, the X-ray glasses, where you, apparently you were supposed <laughs> to see things, but all they did was buggy your eyes up really it was like staring into the sun listen fascinating i've done what i was doing now i don't need you to fill it come back chris oh dear i haven't had a... well listen it's been a difficult day uh for many many reasons one of them was that i didn't actually get here to be able to do this uh, until a couple of minutes ago so well it's not a couple of minutes ago i've been trying to sort out problems do you know i really need to go to the toilet anyway that's enough that's enough about that um Obviously, a pretty harsh uh, lesson we got today out on the pitch. It was 2-0. Uh, goals in the, uh, I think it was 80 seconds, Michu scored. Uh, and Nathan Dyer got the uh, the second right at the start of the second half. Uh, two killer blows at, at critical times. And a very, very, very difficult uh, game. And um, before I hand over to Nick, who's got a point already, I just want to say, I mean, obviously, Ian Holloway's comments are probably a good place to start. And he took full responsibility. He said they tried to do something. It didn't work. I mean, that was plain for us all to see, really. Um, but we got to got to accept that Swansea were a very good side as well. Uh, Nick, did you know that um, Swan- Swansea's first goal scorer is the only football player to be mentioned in a Rolling Stones song? Nick, is this a weak pun again? It is. Uh, in sympathy for the devil, uh, uh, Mick Jagger repeatedly sings, "Please to meet you. Hope you guess you. my name." And that was it. There you go. It's been. It was a it was a really bad day. Um, do you think, everybody, that Holloway being in the stand actually affected us? Yes. Uh, well, he thinks it did, but um, I do. We're we're currently sorry. Um, yeah, have that conversation. I'm currently discussing with the producers whether or not we're going to come back at half past eight once we've sorted some few issues out. But you never know. We'll see. What do the okay. listeners uh, think? Let let Nick know in the chat room what you think while Alex and Nick talk about that issue. Well, uh, Andy A in the chat room says we didn't close down the best passing team in the league. Not rocket science. Close the ball down! And Unecti said it just looked completely uncoordinated to me. It's only to be expected with that many new faces, I suppose. And DJ Suarez says dog waz. Hmm, so Jill. what was the point you were making that uh, Alex wanted to talk about very quickly? What oh, was, ho- I missed... yeah, we're talking Holloway about Holloway. Yeah, if you watch him this season, he's completely different to what he was like last season. If you see him last season, he was very, well, I wouldn't say relaxed, but he was sort of sat in his seat, whereas this season he's been right on the edge of the touchline, giving instructions out for the whole 90 minutes, and I think they severely lacked that today, sort of when we went to goal down as well, because he's carried us through, really, and always seems as if he's given instructions for the whole 90 minutes. And yeah. No, no offence to Keith Millen, 
it's, he's not Ian Holloway and he's not he's, no, and, him tactically, and when, is he? No, and when you look at it, obviously, we've, we've going to... This is this is kind of the crux of what I want to talk about about the whole game in, in its entirety. Really, it's it's all down to it was down to a tactical approach that we took. Um, obviously, what we wanted to do was to stop Swansea playing, and we focused so much on that that conceding a goal after eighty seconds just completely blew that plan out of the water. Because all of a sudden, yeah. you've got to change something. To, it's almost like we had to play the game. Jell um, <laughs> is mocking me in the chat. I will make him pay for this. Um, but you know what I mean. We. You've sort of we got we're almost playing a game that's a different game because we, we we started with the intention of stopping Swansea in in the wide areas and that's why Cameron Jerome started out on the left there. Uh, Dwight Gale hasn't got the height for the fact that when Swansea do kick it from the keeper they kick it wide and high, um, and it's and it's really, you know, that was pretty obvious from the from the start when you see a striker like Cameron Jerome lining up on the left wing it can only really be for his height and um, I think that 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 was a situation that failed and it showed the mental approach, Jill. Um, I, I, where, where do I start? I'll tell you what, start and finish, they were loads. They, they are, were and are, loads better than us. It, yeah, it's simple. just as simple as that. What, what they've got, what they've got, right, I tweeted this earlier, what they've got, in the, they've, at the back, they've got an absolutely international class defender in Williams, mm. who is just Ooh. committed. And the thing is, he will put you and the ball into the stand. He doesn't care. He doesn't take any prisoners. In the middle, they've got Leon Britton, right? Who wasn't he um, a previous Chancellor of the Exchequer? <sighs> Nick, no. Nick, any more puns? I'm going to break your knees. Uh, Jill, <laughs> okay. Carry on. But Britton was, I think, only 35 passes away from Iniesta when they did the stat thing on him last year. Um, look, look, everything goes through Iniesta, Barcelona. Everything goes through Britton. If, if you watch him, he is just—he doesn't move more than 25 yards from that halfway line no matter what, and he is just fantastic at giving and going. And in Michu, they have absolutely stolen him for two million quid, because now I'm telling you now, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Addy, if if they turn around and went, shit, we're skin, we need to sell him, you put a zero on that, and he'll go tomorrow, yeah. anywhere, to any club in this country. You know, so they'd I can't, be couldn't agree more, mate. It's not it's not too but, often but, I wholly the, agree with you, but he is no, a sensational player, isn't he? But, but the thing is, Chris, they are... An absolutely fantastic team, and what they've done. This is what's annoyed me about a lot of our fans today, is they they've their their position in the league is completely false. You saw Liverpool tore them apart in the first half the other night, and then they did the exact opposite in the second half. Now, I I, I just said, and you know, I, I couldn't see us getting anything today if we played fantastically well, because they are easily a top 10 side who have just had a crap start. But I'm okay. telling you now, they will not be down there after, you know, in, give it 10 games. I'll yeah, be amazed if we're within like, 10, I'm 15 points of them. Very much on board with that, Joe. Nick, just you'll make a point on that. Yeah, um, I think the difference between us and Swansea today was Swansea have been building and building and building over the last four years. As uh, somebody in the chat room said, we had Jedi, Delaney, Moxie, Jules and Gabidon were the only players from last season. Swansea have been building their squad over the last four or five years, something like that. And, you know, yeah. when, they, when they played us three years ago, they, they they were the best team we played in the championship for a long, long time. And Yeah, a friend of mine said it today. He said they were the best team that the championship has seen in terms of the best footballing team Well, when they got out of it. But when you talk about Swansea building for four years, they've built for a lot longer than that. They built from the lower division. They built for 10 years. Yes. Yeah, the, the, you know, the club very similar to ourselves. The club very nearly went out of existence. But, the, the, you know, the other thing with them is that it was just way, was way, it? way down the leagues. And you're just thinking... That, well, they, see, that's the thing, yeah. mate. They didn't just not just go out of existence. They nearly went out of the league. They nearly dropped out into the, you know, into the into non-league football. It's mm. ridiculous. But they, they've, you know, they've, they've built on, a, on an ethos that they will not change. And what they've also got is, is players that can do... Players that can do what the manager wants, mm. and you just look at their commitment right the way through. You, you listen. That team went to Old Trafford. Went to Old Trafford last year and played them off the park. They took yeah, them back yeah. to their own ground and played them off the park. It just happened to be that Man United were a little bit more clinical up front. That is the only yeah, difference. Listen, and I've just seen a point. 
listen, I've just seen a, on that subject. Nick's just put a, a great point in there from Unicity. 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 I'd imagine. All right, excellent stuff. Thank Unicity. you. Unicity. Uh, he says, you, he says oh, "Sorry about my sniffing as well. It's not a debilitating drug habit. It's I have a cold, unfortunately." Um, it says here that you don't box a boxer. They're not a team we should try and play one-touch football against. And that is exactly correct. And that's what I wanted to focus on. We talk about how great a team Swansea are. And they're a fantastic footballing side. But we set up to nullify that today. And that didn't work. And we've got to look at ourselves. In, first of all, we didn't, we didn't play that side of things well at all. To, to con, I suppose conceding it after you know, what was a good goal after 80 seconds kind of just maybe gives a little false impression there about how we were going to actually be. But I think ultimately we didn't look to play any kind of a game. I think a few players froze. I think a few players looked, as Holloway put it, like, like strangers out there. And, you know, there are some positives to take and we will talk about those. But I think that is an excellent point. We, we're, never, we're not going to outplay a team like that for exactly the reasons that Joe and Nick have just both been talking about. That, well, basically, they've had a chance to build. and they, You know, they've had to have patience because they've had to sort of sit down in those lower divisions for, for years and I wonder how much patience some of our, our fans actually do have uh, Alex you've been quiet uh, what, what's your on this kind of subject what's your feelings well I think the biggest thing today is that they've noticed everything we do comes through Mile Jedinak and they've built a triangle around him Shelby um, Vasquez and I can't remember the other one, this might have been Routledge, around him and literally just pass the ball around him. And they realise that he's our sort of leader and he picks the ball and starts every single move that we do. Um, and, and they stopped him doing it. And it was, literally, it was literally, for me, as simple as that. And then we had to think, right, what on earth do we do now to try and start a move? Because everything we do usually comes through him. And I think that's where Bannon stepped up and Guediora was okay. Yeah, let's talk about the new lads. Um, that's, that's the subject I want to talk about. Bannon, I thought, had a little struggle to start, and then he started to look really good. I think a lot of people have compared him to sort of Johnny Williams. He looked a bit more two-footed than, than Williams, and obviously being 23 years old, he's a bit further along in his, his development. But I was really impressed with his, his willingness to be on the ball and always offer an option. And I thought when Campania came on, the two of them seemed to link quite well until Bannon uh, went off the pitch. Uh, do I, I was, um... I don't know what I mean there. Go on. I was a bit surprised that Bannon went off, to be perfectly honest, because I thought he was one of the shining lights. Jedi, again, all right, we're moving into the second half when uh, Delaney went off and he's with an ankle like an elephant's leg or something, according to Holloway. Um, Jedi looked a bit lost in the centre-back position and too many times Moxie was, was being pulled into centre-back to cover for Jedi and then there was that player out wide right, I thought, and um, we really missed him. I think we missed KG today. I know we've slated KG, but... I, I think we've really, really missed him today. Yeah, I, I really missed him. Yeah, I do. There's something that he, he brings, and I, I'm, I was talking about it on Twitter with a, with a few guys, um, and I think you can't uh, you know, overestimate the importance of knowing the position that you're playing, and KG knows that position alongside Jednak better than anyone because he's played it so much. And I think you saw that in, I'm going to call him Pep instead of whatever his name is. I think you saw, I, I thought he struggled today, and a few people disagreed with me down the pub, and you know, I can see I can see what they liked about him because I liked it too. I thought he looked confident on the ball. He was able to step away from players. He, but I think I think he he took a bit of time, uh, a bit too much time on the ball because we were trying to play counter attack really, um, and and you just you can't slow the game down. And that's what I think. What that's what cost Garvin a place in the twenty five. And I think we had a similar situation with with Pep today in that. You know he needs time to adjust, and that's the thing. We're, we're judging players. This is, you know, this was a poor performance in my view. You can talk about how great Swansea were or all you like, but but it was a poor, poor performance, and it but it was our first poor performance of the season. I'm really struggling. Sorry, can I come in there, Chris? Yeah, um, go on. We're, we're talking about the team oh, gelling, hello. and we've talked about uh, we've, we're talking about the team gelling, and we've got to get together. We've only got 33 games left. Do we have the time to gel like that? Which makes me think, well, why didn't we put a, a better strength squad out against the Oman national team so we could get to know each other in a game situation. I think I think basically well Holloway's answer was that um that he didn't he felt that working on the training ground was better for him and he didn't want to risk sort of injuries and ask certain players to play 
so you know a couple of games in quick succession we've had arguments about that before yeah i know yeah <laughs> i know alex alex wants to uh wants to speak next gone out yeah just just on the new boys i think that that bannon was everything that we needed really in that game i think he was the one the one positive thing that we can take out of that that match saying that when he picked the ball up we actually looked like we could do something when perhaps the others we couldn't guidiora looks busy and that's the thing i like about him he's a bit more confident on the ball um, than someone like KG, he picks it up. He's got a variety of different passing, and he sits deep and he pushes high as well. So I think, I think in long term, they're definitely both players that will fit into our style of plan. I think they both could be shrewd business actually. That's a good shout. I mean, like I said, I can definitely see the, um, I definitely see the, the, the sort of the promise in in the signing of Gradiora. It, I think. He's the right sort of player, but it is, it's about, as Nick says, we haven't really got the luxury of time, um, but we're going to have to be patient. We're going to have to accept that maybe we won't play so well for a couple of games while they try and work out, you know, how best to play him. What I, what I think is evident is in a game like this, it was how isolated Chamak looked. Um, and that, I think that's probably the frustration for me. Him and Jerome were not close together when Jerome was winning flick-ons and things like that. Um, and, and punching was sort of drifting all around the pitch. So there, there didn't seem to be any sort of cohesion or, or discipline other than Chamak himself who maintained his position that he was asked to play. And I think he just needs some support up there because he's he's a link player. He can hold up the ball, but when people aren't busting the gut to get in that box and support him, it, it genuinely is so, so, so frustrating. Alex, you want to talk about that same subject, then we'll go back to Jell about the defence. Yeah, and, and the thing for me is, it's like, I was talking about it earlier, just joking around with a few people, and I said it's like playing two James Scowcrofts up front. It, it, not <laughs> the fact that they're not good enough, but they're so similar, Schumach and Jerome. If you play those two, you know what you're going to get. They'll win a header, and you'll have no one running onto it. You can say yeah. as much as you want about punching, but he's a number 10 for me. He, yeah. stands in the, he stands in the middle of the pitch, and, and it's luxury, and he likes to put a ball here and there and he'll make a run in there we don't have a Balassi on the wing who's going to work his ass off to get there we don't have a Gale who's playing off the shoulder if he wins that header and knocks it on a couple of times it happened with Shamak and Jerome that there was nothing and, and sort of when it got to the attacking positions we looked like what the hell are we meant to do well both Nick and Joe want to further that discussion so Joe first yeah you just you just turned around and said that the, the thing that which is What's, what hasn't worked at the moment, which I'm hoping will do, is you just said that Gale likes to play on the shoulder, right? He hasn't been doing that. That was my mm. point. Against Sunderland's, I think we would have scored a hatful. Had he been playing, had he, they remind me of Wright and Bright of all them years ago. Wright being a, a Brighty flicking on and putting him through and Wrighty being the little guy and running past <laughs> defenders onto the flick-ons, right? And that's and if, if you look at the, the gap that was between uh, Shamak and... Uh, and Gale, it was it was 30, 40 yards. And what it needs to be is 30 or 40 feet. That's what it needs to be if you're going to play, if you're going to play on the shoulder and go for flicks because Shamak is a very clever player and he can hold it up or put him little flicks through. So, but... Um, can, I, I mean, can, I, um, can I sort of take you up on that point? I mean, a lot of people talk about... It's one of the most common sort of subjects of discussion in and around sort of Palace. And it's this the idea of two up front. Um, and, <laughs> And the problem is, I, I completely see what you're saying, Joe. I, I'd love to see a strike part, proper strike partnership again. Um, but the game seems to me, the game has changed. The systems that you're playing against and the, the systems that you seem to be pushed into playing make it so hard to have that orthodox system. Now, forget for a second the fact that we, other than, you know, obviously if Kebe's fit and Balassi's fit, we've got wingers. But at the moment, we don't really have out-and-out -out wingers fit. But we can't put a six and a half million pound forward on the wing, though, Nick, uh, 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 Chris. No, absolutely not. But if, but if you look at the way he has been playing, he's been playing, exchanging positions in a, in a front and you know in a fluid front formation. He doesn't stay wide right. He doesn't stay wide left. Sometimes he's through the middle. Sometimes him and Chamak do go up together. But it's more of a fluid system. And I just don't think we're ever going to see, you know, two stuck up top working together like that anymore. But. Uh, Anyway, Nick, you wanted to make a similar point on... Yeah, um, I'll, I'll get his pronunciation right so my uh, brother doesn't uh, rip the shit out of me. Wilbraham, that role today was better suited for Wilbraham to hold the ball up for a little bit and then pass it on than, than mm. Shamak, who I thought was awful today. Oh, Absolutely awful. That shout. header that he missed. Here we go. It did, it was, it <laughs> big was, it shout. Was, it was similar to the one that Di Canio was on about. He's uh, that Korean player who, who pulled out of a header against... 
playing for Sunderland against us. I thought Schumacher did that with the header. All he had to do, it could have hit hit the, hit that that well gelled quiff of his um, <laughs> Alex, and gone I'll, in. I'll let you respond, Al, first, because you seem to have a strong opinion on it. Yeah, no, I I don't think we can start comparing a guy that holds the record for the most Champions League goals consistently in a row and a guy that could barely score a goal in League One. But the fact of the matter is that. Yeah, I agree. He should have done a lot better. And he had a couple of 50-50 today's where he should have put his head in his foot, but he didn't. And that's maybe where we miss a Glenn Murray. But I would never start thinking about starting Wilbraham over Shamak. No, no it's, it's just... Sorry, it was just that... I think <laughs> Wilbraham would have done better in that role today on his own. Shamak is not an on-his-own striker, I don't think. No, but All I right. still think on his own he's better than Wilbraham. OK, a couple of How things. How many shots um, has he had this season? I'm better not than enough. Wilbraham. Not um, enough. Because he let's doesn't not, get the space and the time. Let's not let's not argue about statistics. That you know we're, we're talking about. Yes. We're talking no. We're talking about how the position that a person plays um, and whether or not he's suited to do so. I think I think Shamak shown has shown in a lot. You know, certainly up against Stoke, I thought he was superb playing in that position up front on his own. But because he got the support from midfield, what we didn't have today, and I'm I personally feel it's because we set up. We we had almost too long to think about this game. We we were. Dead, dead set on stopping Swansea doing the things that they do well. And they had too much movement for us to be able to do that. Um, I think that was pretty pretty evident when Dednard went into centre-back and really struggled because people, as Alex pointed out brilliantly earlier about mo- them moving around him, that's what they did. You know, we've got someone who lacks a little bit of mobility, which he does. He can't turn quick. That, that, that seems to be the tactic. And that's, that's a lot of why we struggle. I mean, we, you know, obviously we're a little bit all over the place today because of uh, lack of organisation. But, you, you know, we're getting into the, the sort of... These are the sorts of things that, um, that were being picked up on. You know, it's on the day. Probably the first time we've done this on the day. Um, so things are a little raw and perhaps a little less considered. But, uh, Joe, you want to jump um, in? Yeah, we, we, we need to be able to adapt from a 4-4-2 that we're playing to a 3-5-2. If we lose a defender, and by the way, having no defenders on the bench... Bit schoolboy, but if we haven't got well, any, we haven't got any. Yeah. But we could have bought in some of our six foot four, 20, 21 year olds. I'm just saying, right? But uh, to, to put him back, we could, I mean, we can't not have Jedi in the middle. He, he, he makes our team sick. And then the thing is, with him not being there, Shelby's just going to, I mean, he'd, uh, he, he can, he just run riot. If you've got no yeah. one there to kick him up in the air, and to, I mean, you know. Listen, you, get, can see, get, you can see I'm why we bid five million. You can see why we can bid five million for Shelby. It's just unfortunate. Oh, of course, of course. And as much as I hate him that he played for 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 that mod down the road, he is he has just enhanced their midfield. I, I, honestly, I mean, I, I could just turn around and just end this now and just go. If you thought that we had any chance of beating them, you are absolutely drunk and on drugs, because <laughs> they are a complete quality side. And if they keep playing on the format that they're playing and keep and keep finishing in the Premier League, they will soon be able to attract players that we will only ever be able to dream of. And at the top, the top four, top five, top six time teams, they will be able to to approach people like that, and they will be playing. Well, that's why they're playing European football already. Mm, Alex, and they've Alex. gone over to Valencia and spanked them, and people thought that we was going to have a chance today. Yeah, so some people got to get real, honestly. Right, Joe's become a Swansea fan, Alex. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just going to say about Shelby. I, I, I couldn't agree more. The guy ran the show. The, their whole team is built around him, and what a fantastic signing that would have been for us. But the fact he actually plays for them, I, I think, is good for English football. That you all might disagree hmm. with, but he plays, he plays for a side that we would like to play that type of football. So it's yeah. good. But he, he completely ran the show. And could you imagine him and Jednak? That'd be absolutely so, outrageous. Um, well, look, we'll get into we'll get into a few details now. Um, well, first thing, you know, the the quick goal situation was we, we want to talk about. I mean, obviously, what 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 do you guys think was the sort of the reason for that? Did we switch off at all? Was it to, you know did they just start quicker than us, or or was it just good, great play for that first goal, Alex? Sorry. Do you know? I think I think they all had in the back of their mind the exact tactic that that we were going to do, which was. Sort of bunched together, stop them getting close, and then as soon as they hit you, 80 seconds in, you go, crap. And the whole game for me was over there yep. because the whole tactic for me was to stop them doing what they do, and just don't let them score. 
Um, yeah. That was our main aim, not to lose. And I just think that the fact is, I think Holloway's gone in there and said, well, you're doing this, you're doing this. And I think it really hit them, actually, that the, the, the adrenaline of the Premier League isn't perhaps getting them through now. And decisions go against you when you're away at Manchester United. And the, the fact, you know, we're, not, we're still not running on that motivation from last year. And now we're looking at ourselves going, we've actually got to go and do this. We're not, we're not pumped to do this. We've got to pump ourselves. Yeah, maybe a little bit of reality setting. And uh, Joe wants to men- mention something, and I'll go to him in a second. I think, interestingly, we were talking last week about how you know Swansea might be tired or might not have enough preparation time um, and so might suffer from playing so many games in quick succession before us. If anything, maybe it helps them start a bit quicker. Joe? Oh, gave me a hell load of confidence. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what this is, this is all about now. Our subs, Capania. Thomas and Gale. So we've got a kid come up from non-league. He's had a couple of years in the championship, done all right, who, who needs a lot of time to get bedded in. Thomas hasn't played for ages. Capania, foreign league, needs to get up to the up to the speed of everything. Um, he looks a little bit lightweight, but he does definitely have the skill. And they've bought on Pozulu, right? Don't know anything about him. But in Britain, like I said, I've already done the stats on him. And then De Guzman, right? Now, they, these are their, their squad is... Just massive. You know, mm. we've bought on three untried players, right? Or two untried players, and they bought, they're bringing on international class defenders. I'm just, all I'm saying, I'm not a fan of this, no matter what you say. But what, well. but what I am saying <laughs> is, we need, to, we need to put this into perspective. Is that yeah. we've been taught a lesson at the, throughout the whole club because our fans are saying, yeah, we should be beating teams like Swansea. Yeah, that's crap, but... Up my um, arse. I mean, listen, we we're, not, look, we're, you now. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> that's a strong way of putting it, but yeah, I know what you mean. Look, uh, what I will say is at home, at home, we, I do, I genuinely feel that we've... When you play a team like Swansea, you can give them too much respect. I thought we did that today. I genuinely think that. I understand what you're saying, Joe, and it might not have been any different, but I didn't think we tried to impose anything that we can do on them. And I think Holloway talked about... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. In fact, he gave him a bit of a rocket at full time. And I can imagine that was along those lines because we didn't, we lacked a little bit of belief out there, I think, in ourselves. And that, that was, I think, evident in the passing. I keep using the word evident, but I like it today. Um, but- I think I think we're not. If you look at how we pass that ball, we're not we're not that bad. Do you know what I mean? We we've seen us play some really nice stuff in the last sort of few weeks since we since we come up. We are not that bad. We we we're not a team who smashes the ball out of play when we're trying to play a pass. No, but we're or, learning or, to play like that, aren't we? Yeah, at yeah, the moment, absolutely. we're no, learning but, to play like that because last year yeah. we humped it, and this year we're not. This mob have been playing like that no, for four years. Yeah, no, you're right, mate. I understand that, but I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's about learning the system. I'm saying that the things that we've already, we're already able to do, like our players can pl- kick a ball in a straight line. Yeah. Every pass was going behind someone. So what I'm saying is it's, about, it's probably about confidence. Nick. Okay. Go on. Yeah, you, you're saying about us doing the passing game last week against Man United. It, it, it looked better than it did against the Swans this week. We were playing as if we had paper bags over our head. We looked like a team. We got yeah. together in the pub the night before and said, right, who fancies a kickabout tomorrow? You over there, I don't know you from Adam. Um, you can play, and uh, you under the table because you've had too much to drink. You can come in and play. But and we, not... were sat, we were stood yeah. staring at each other while Swansea Nick. cut through us like a knife through butter in the first minute. You think and they did it in the second did half. City did that to Man United today. Um, I didn't see that game. But... Up. Oh, listen, Joe, look, I, I don't I think this is what you understand. I'm not disagreeing with the points that you're making about Swansea. Oh, no, 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 no. Side, right? But what I am saying is that the things that we can do, we didn't do well enough today. Um, you know, there was not enough of a, there was not enough fluidity and there was not enough belief in our play. And, and this little things, when you see a ball over the top that wasn't quite accurate, 
you chase it down. That's the the least you can do is chase that down and not just not just let them have it. That sort of a stuff. You know, I can't can't really express enough what it. If you can't play well, then you've got to give 100. percent And I'm not saying that it was a necessarily a lack of effort, but it was a lack of belief. In Our my players opinion. last year would have chased them down, wouldn't they? Yeah, exactly. And that's and what you get in a championship. You get triers. Not pe- you've got people who play for the badge and not for the money. Yeah. But going this up a level, we knew what was going to happen. Yeah, let's, but no, but going up a level, you know, it's not. This is today, you know. Earlier, the other games, and there's not been any lack of, you know, chasing stuff down. In fact, Tremac's goal against Stoke was all about him putting the effort to chase the ball down in the channel, which was essentially just a hit and hope. So it's not like they can't do it. But I think today, today showed a little fragility of confidence that that needs to be sorted out. And I think Holloway probably did the right thing in just letting them know that. You know, okay, yes, it's a tough division. Yeah, you're playing against really good players, and today we played a really good team. But if you're not at your best, you know, you cannot wear that. You cannot say you wore that shirt and you wore your earn your money because today, I'm sorry, it it really wasn't good enough. Absolutely. Today, um, a a couple of times, there there were times when Swansea were passing the ball round, and there were four or five Palace players holding their arms out, pointing to other players for other people to go to, looking like bloody living signposts and the Swansea just played round us. Swansea knew exactly where each player was going to be. They they could have played that game with their eyes closed. They were they were so so good as a unit. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. we were we were just it's what pants. they do. It's what but, they do. Yeah it is it is Joe, you're right. And and you do and you have been making a really good point about about Swansea as a club. Now I know from obviously well hopefully all the listeners have heard as well in the past where Steve Parrish himself has mentioned that Swansea it was sort of almost like a blueprint for us. You know, they went up with a with a certain budget, which was lower than a lot of the division, but just by having a philosophy. And, and as you say, that's something that we're trying to buy into and trying to do ourselves. And we saw the results of that today. So there's every reason to look at a game, the, the game today, and say, look, we had an off day. Plus they were good. Plus they're a really good side. And you know, blah 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 blah. But hopefully, oh, um, yeah. sorry, Chris. Hopefully, that'll be a kind of going back to times when Joe remembers. Hopefully, that'll be a nine-nil moment, and we we buck our ideas up and think actually we're in a very competitive league. Unless we bloody do something about it, we're going to be um, we're going to be down at the bottom and but, truly stuck doing a QPR. I, I think the W lessons learned there. Sorry, Joe. Cool. But the, the the other thing as well, I can look through here right and look at Britain foul player at West Ham, Routledge foul player at QPR, Michu obviously a foul player wherever he was for two quid. Shelby, foul player at Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? I can look at these and go, there's, there's players here that we would have had that have fouled everywhere else and people have gone, don't want them. You know, but Britain's that's, up but, five foot five or five foot yeah, six. Yeah. Routledge, you have a tiny little player. And you've it's got Mitchell's. But what I'm saying is, the, we can do it. But, but we, that's exactly what we're we need trying, more time. We, we need yeah, more yeah. time. And yeah. we went back to what we said earlier, is when he's turning around and going, right, we chuck the kids out. Because he turns around and says, we need more time for cohesion. Then we get a cup game, get kicked out by a crap spot, by some pub side, two divisions lower than us. <laughs> but when he could have played those players and had one more game of cohesion, so that when they do come in and out the side, which is why he's going out and buying like 15 players in the close season, or like the week before, six players, three days before the fucking season starts. Yeah, yeah listen, and then, we, and then no one's got a clue about who plays with who and who can pass to who who's going to make a run it drives me mad but the listen, thing is Joe, i understand Joe, we're a Joe, work in progress yeah listen that you it's a good rant it's one of your best <laughs> it's, poss- it's, it's possibly what i might have as an introduction during something or perhaps at the end of the season i might put together all of your rants and that one you nearly went nuclear with but <laughs> nuclear but nuclear. i mean there was a there was, there, nuclear sorry i apologize nuclear hmm. I hate myself. I do but, understand, right? Chris. No, listen, no, listen, mate. You made a lot of points in there. You know the situation that we're in with regards to the transfers. Okay, you know what happened to us. We we got promoted late. We were a bit behind. We tried to do things in a measured way. And what you're talking about was exactly the approach we took. We were trying to identify players. Chamak is a perfect example. Quality player needed some care and attention. Hadn't been playing. Had lost confidence in himself needed some nurturing and we, we went out and we got him and we were trying to get a few more but what basically happened is what happens because of the transfer window you got to a point where you're like literally we've got to get who's a, who is available and who we think may improve us and we had to take some risks you know it's almost it's, yeah it's almost like, like you know, a blunderbuss rather yeah. than a rifle shot i, don't, I was going to use the, the analogy of throwing some shit at a wall but yeah i think yours is better um but you, you know what i mean that's we haven't really 
it's it's been a hell of a rush. It's been a difficult. Um, listen, it's been an amazing sort of journey that we've been on in in a really short space of time. But there's a consequence of that, and it's sometimes effective planning has to sort of go out the window a bit. And listen, it's one game. It's one poor game. Um, we've got 33 more, and let's let's be thankful that we got this game out of the way now, where you know where we really looked a division below because we hadn't done up until this point. And you get it out of the way now, and there's a chance to learn from it before it's too late. Nick, can I just mention the chat room, wholeradio.net/chat, where um, Andy A thinks Nick Gell should get a two-match ban for that rant and a fine. <laughs> Uh, he is tempting, but unfortunately, Gel's Gel's too popular. Every, all our listeners love him, so I can't Broadcasting put any sanctions God, on. Apparently. Yeah, exactly, exactly, mate. But there you go. Uh, it was it was it was it one of my dyslexia, man. I mean, dog. It is genuinely dog. It's genuinely one of my favourite rants ever. I really enjoyed it. I actually put my microphone on mute and just sat there laughing. I, but, I, um, I, listen, I, I, it's just the frustration of the whole of of everyone of of everything. Do you know what I mean? I, but. Listen, I didn't expect to win today, but it's just, you know, we're playing like three players that have never played in the side before. I don't know whether it's a... I know we haven't got time to... to, to I don't know. What do you do? Do you say I'm all down a pub like the old school? And, they, <laughs> and then we end up like Liverpool in the 1980s or 70s? You know? I, think, I, don't, I don't know. I think when you look at look at it, what what's going to happen now? You've got... We, they go into training, right? And... Um, what they have now is, is something to look at and say, instead of going, look, you did really well here. Weren't you unlucky with this penalty decision? Weren't you unlucky with this red card? Weren't, you know, you've done really well. You did everything I asked of you. Now they've, they've got a chance to go in and go, look, these are all the things that we did wrong. This was what was wrong with our approach. Holloway's taken his part of the blame for that. But the players will then now get to, get to go and look at what they did wrong. We've got a really tough game away at Southampton coming up. I mean, every game's tough, but, you know, they're a really good t- team now. And they're another team who... Okay, through a bit of financial backing more than anything, but they're another team who have shown that you can make that step up and you can improve, you know, on, in quality in the right way. And you've got to keep, you know, a team spirit and a nucleus of players together. And you know, we've got the, we've got the, the players there. We've got the squad there to kind of try and emulate those things. But it, it's putting it all together is a really, really tough, tough thing. Um, apparently, I'm being told to mention a few things. The podcast awards. Oh, see, I'm going to need information to read out about that. I should never read notes. The information's I... in, you uh, read in the you read rent again. What? <laughs> yeah, no. Listen, um, what I want to I want to bring up a subject. I'm going to ask Alex if he can introduce the subject while I look for some stuff. Um, Alex, the subject is the injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, obviously the bit in the document there about the fact we topped the injury chart list and. Obviously, right back is one area that we have, and we've seen what happened with the centre backs today. Um, what's your feelings, first of all, and hopefully the other guys will chip in as well? Um, you know about the fact that you know obviously we're struggling defensively. You know, is it is it down to those injuries, and you know what's the impact of those players coming back? Well, firstly, Ward probably been our best player this season. Would anyone agree? Yeah. Him, yeah. Jed and Nat been our best players. What a massive miss. He's gonna. He has been. Uh, I think you've seen that when Mariapa. I felt sorry for him having to come in as a right back because it's very, very clear he's a massive centre half and not a right back. Him obviously getting injured and unlucky with Hunt. It hasn't gone our way, but maybe that's also down to Mr. Holloway purchasing too many midfielders in the window and not enough defenders. Maybe. Well, Hunt's a right back, isn't he? He's injured. He's, yes. he's, he's injured. So yeah, Hart's yeah. injured. Hunt's injured. And now, mm-hmm. and, now De- and, and now, what's his name? Uh, uh, Delaney. And Delaney, yeah. And Delaney. So, so, we, so, we did have, so we got three right-backs at the club, and they're all injured. Well, well, this is what I can't understand, why we're not going to 3-5-2. And then, and to, and then have wing-backs. I just, I'm just, it's just me, I'm just saying. You know, Who would you go wing-back, though? Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, but, but Johnny Williams, I'm just, I, I don't know. You know, but just have players that, that are willing to put a shift in, put a tackle in, get back. That are that are very fit. I mean, I'm looking. At, I, I keep seeing questions about people questioning the squad fitness. I mean, I mm. don't know. I just I always thought that we look very fit. You know. Um, yeah, they but, all look but, really professional, it, don't they? Most of them. Yeah, but it does. It's not just one person. It's a lot of people saying it. But it's not mm. me. I I, I I I can't believe. You know, it's a, a hugely professional outfit that anyone can question anyone's fitness. Fitness as in that they might be carrying an injury, but not the actual general fitness. I can't believe that. No, I, I don't think that's in, in question at all. And Scott no. Scott Guy is you know is very well thought of. I know that as well. A lot of people have um, 
lot of people have talked really highly of the work he's done at Palace. I, I don't think there's an, an overall fitness issue at all, but I do think that um, we've been incredibly unlucky to, to get injuries. Oh, I mean, how many players have we got out? We've got 10 players out? I think, I mean, Holloway talked about Paddy not being back quick enough, um, unfortunately. You know, he's on the way, but um, they expected him to be competing for a place. You see Delaney going down. Obviously, Gabidon's not uh, not as young as he used to be. Um, both right-backs being out. And obviously, Mariapa had a knock during the week as well. So he had to play with probably under a probably painkillers or something Injection, like that. Injection, yeah, Up probably. You know, I mean, we've been so unlucky that the the areas that are getting hurt um, is all... What about you know, Ryan Innes? We, we probably, uh, you know, we can injured, get players. Wait, wait, yeah, Innes has out, been out on loan at Cheltenham and has injured. Has he? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But listen, we no, we have got we have got some really good lads coming through. And Holloway talked about Winter and Taylor particularly, um, and said if he can't make, uh, you know, I, I think he referred to Innes as well. But he said if he can't get one of those as you know as at first team level, then he's doing something wrong. So he's he does think very very highly of them. I know he thinks. Alex Winter highly. gone out on loan though. No, he? no, Win, Winter. I don't think hasn't. He's uh, you know he played in already had. Um, I don't know. I, I know, he, like Winter in particular has impressed Holloway. I know that, but um, and, and Taylor playing right back in pre-season. Who's that? Quay Taylor. Yeah, did himself a lot of favours. But you know, these are these are untested guys, and we may throw them in. We may have to, um, and it might be the making of one or two of them. You never know. But, um, anyway, just very very quickly, um, we have been well begging for votes for the football blogging awards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can also vote uh, in sort of best blog and stuff like that uh, for five-year plan as well, or even Hopkin look, looking to curl one, or redandblueharmy.co.uk if you like. But if you want to vote for us, uh, we think we're going for best football podcast. It's got to be, in it? If you go to um, footballbloggingawards.co.uk forward slash form.php, uh, you can vote for us in there. Uh, all you need to do really, it's really, really quick and easy. Just uh, register, put your name and your email address. They send you a little link. You click on that link, vote for us. Lovely. If you could do that, it'd be brilliant. Uh, we're also, what else are we doing? Oh, yeah, we're, um, <laughs> oh, this is going to go so badly. <clears throat> Excuse me. We are um, playing five-year plan in our an now annual charity game, uh, raising money for the Jeff Thomas Foundation. We managed to raise about 500 quid last year. Uh, I've only had £50 of donations so far. That will go up because I'll sort of be putting some in myself. Um, there'll be, well, last year we lost 9-0. And in order to try and avoid that humiliation this year, we have not played at all. I'm considerably unfit, more unfit than I was. Um, you are. And, yeah, honestly, mate. And, well, I know you, you, you haven't even got any working knees anymore, so. I know, but it's still not going to stop me chopping quite, them down when they're going might, through. Yeah, exactly. But can quite, I, can quite, I make a point there? Yeah, go um, on. It would be nice this year if we could actually play five-year plan and not uh, their mates oh, don't who are quite it. good at football. Yeah, no, that's a valid they, point. They've got their own, um, they've got their own, uh, basically they play regularly. They're, they're good lads. So I've got no problem with them, but uh, problem with them picking whoever they really? want. Really? And also, um, I, my brother's I'm unavailable like, for selection. Alex, See, you're unavailable. This is not the time to be telling me this. You're one of the few <laughs> can run. It's I'm unavailable such... for selection. Why is this? I'm working. Um, Saturday, cheap. cheap. Well, listen, this is the thing. Mikey never consults me on anything. He's listening as well. He's going to be furious that I start mouthing him off on air, but it's going to happen. <laughs> this is great anyone. Talk to anyone. Yeah, but anyway. Great, great chat for the listeners. Sorry, we've broken away from our wonderful chat about the game. <laughs> anyway, but I do want to mention the Just Giving page, justgiving.com forward slash HOL versus FYP. Please, please vote. It'd be great. To raise a lot of money and it will be humiliating for us um you can also come and watch it we'll give you full details nearer the time really? and we are yeah and we are going to come and we are going to sort of uh try and actually play a few games beforehand and be half decent you never know what'll happen um just uh, to get us back on track for talking about this this one's game we're not going to go on too much longer excuse me burping all over the place that's my roast dinner uh a few four word reviews for you uh james who's red hot jilf um, 11 Strangers versus Swansea. You can see what his uh, point there is. Uh, Richard Foster has said, harsh lesson, soft performance. Uh, Lynn, I can't really work out what the surname is, but Lynn has said, needed O'Keefe with Jedi. Good shout. We'll talk yes. about that in a sec. Uh, Ian Groom has a very <laughs> steep learning curve. And Dave Bailey got to do basics better. I can't really argue with any of those. There are a few more as well. Sorry if I didn't get to read yours out. But, Joe, you made a noise about O'Keefe there. Well, I mean, no. you know, I, cha I champion him, don't I? 
you know, it's just, I, he, 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 I just think he is what what we need in the middle. You know, I mean, if he, if if KG isn't playing, then he he must be his natural successor. I I, so, I honestly don't get what. No, but you so need you, what we've got. Well, no, but listen, yeah, yeah. It, 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 <laughs> he had, I'll, he, I'll he had the best. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean it like that. I apologise for patronising you. Um, no, what I'm saying is, listen, <laughs> which is even more patronising. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, I, I think, I think he is what we need in the middle. He's out. never let us down. He's, he has never put that shirt on and let us that, ever that, let us down. And I think he needs a, a chance. And I think he will that's ruffle. A... He, listen, he went a Man United. He went up against Man United against all these so-called good kids. Right when we went up there and done them uh, in the cup. And he didn't let himself down then against against players that are playing in that first team now. So you know, I just I just don't understand why he's not the natural. You know, he he is a player. He can pick a pass out. He gets forward. You know, and he does love a shot. It's all you can ask. I mean, he'll shoot more than KG. You know, he's, he, he, I, don't, I honestly don't understand it. But then I, I you know I don't get. saying in the chat room they. They they think that we're playing a recording of seven previous shows because you're saying the same thing again <laughs> about um, okay. All the way, get me in there. Get me in. I'll do it for free. Ironically, <laughs> Joe, um, by talking continuously and not listening, which you kept you kept saying, listen, listen, listen. Um, I've now forgotten what the point I was going to make to you. But thanks for that. Um, <clears throat> Can I go to the oh, chat room again, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, um, sorry, in the chat room, no, no, they've been... Uh... Trying, no, sorry, no, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. I know what it was. Joe, the point of saying play O'Keefe, and bear Shut in up. mind that I, <laughs> I have... Yeah, I have also said in the past that he's never let us down in a Palace shirt, and I really do rate him. Do you not... Do you think he is a better player for us than Guediora? On that performance? Hard to tell. I know what O'Keefe is, I know what he's all about. You know, that's the thing. I mean... I, I mean, I, I just, I just think he is, he is the natural successor to KG. I think he's got more about him. Um, you know, sometimes yeah. we do need, we need to have someone who's going to kick people up in the air, and, you know, and, and rough them up. And I, you know, I, I just don't, I don't right, see, right. I don't see. We can have, we can have Flair. We just got rid of our Flair, didn't we? We Garvin. You know, if we, if we, if we want Flair, I don't get why we're buying Flair <laughs> or putting Flair in when, when we don't want, when we don't want Flair. What? Okay, mate. Well, listen. We'll, we'll, I'm sure. We'll, I'm sure we'll come. Listen. Well, I'm sure. Listen. I'm sure we'll come back to that at some point. Uh, listen, Nick. Can you um? Can you make your point from the chat room? Then we'll cover a couple of tweets, and then we'll move on to talking about Southampton, and then let you all yeah. go. Um, the point from the chat room is kind of passed, but they were talking about different formations. Um, somebody says we should play um, uh, a five-zero-five formation, just lump it forward. Inverted triangles is another one that's coming through. Um, just to go back to jail, talk about O'Keefe kicking people in the air. Just looking at the stats from the game, the amount of fouls we had against us, or the fouls that Swansea did, far outweighed the amount of fouls that we gave away, which says they wanted it a bit more. Do you know what I mean? And we, we, perhaps we didn't have that, that kind of physical edge that we should have done in the past. What desire. Desire, um, yeah. It's the trouble, isn't it? And trying to make some, trying to make the transition from being a championship side to a Premiership side, the sort of blood and thunder approach won't really. But we're not get that you side that. anymore, are we, Chris? We're not we're that not. side that we were last but year. It's a really dangerous thing to do to make that transition. You kind of almost feel that, in some ways, you'd have been better trying to make that transition in the Championship. But having said that, you look at the Championship as a league this year, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere near it. It looks horrific. It's just far too many. Very easily. Oh, no, Yeovil away. Christ almighty, what a nightmare that is. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, it's just, I just, I'm very glad to be out of that in some ways. I, I'm, you know, I miss the, the, the way the fans were. I miss the grounds that we were going to. And I miss the routine of a Saturday, Tuesday, because, you know, we haven't played at three o'clock on a Saturday this season, other than away at Stoke. It's, you know, there's a lot of things that are wrong with it, in my opinion. But what I'm, you know, getting at is it's, we're in a different league and having to do different things. It's getting to a rant, isn't it? Um, listen. <laughs> I'm going to leave that there. You notice I said listen again. It's fun. Um, listen again on the podcast. Yeah. All right. Good point. Yeah, well done. A um, couple of tweets I want to pick up on. Uh, there was someone agreeing with you, Joe. I want to try and find out where it was. No. Uh, it was. I know. Thirty-six. Well, they are listening to us, so you can't really, I'm really surprised there. 
Uh, actually, Daniel Stone said it was poor from you. Uh, what's he done to suggest that? I wonder what that was. Bollocks. Ashley no. Williams. He was Ashley talking about Williams. Ashley Williams. What? Yeah, because you called him world class. He, like me, disagreed. Like every oh, sensible human being. Um, as, as him being one of the most overrated Premier League players in the world. Okay. Really? Okay. Uh, maybe we'll come to that another time. Uh, Billy Kemp said we need someone who can equally distribute the ball with Jedi. Ban. KG is not that. Ban? KG is not that. Bannon. All right, yeah, Bannon KG is not that. Okay. Um, hmm. Patrick wants to know our thoughts on punching. He thinks he needs to go forward more, and he looks like he has. uh, Is it that he has no support when he looks forward? Um, Punching's an interesting one because we we know what he can do, and you mentioned him a little bit, Alex, in terms of him being more of a number ten. I think he he's. I I think one of the things that Punching seems to do is run with his head down a little bit. Um, I think it's just sort of. It's probably partly not known where his teammates are going to be, but he just seems to get sort of reduce his options by the time he plays the ball. If you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I think he just gets near the goal and wants to shoot. Yeah, well, there's a bit there, and I don't have too much. Better. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't have too much of a problem with that. I think, but I think he's going to get more effective as as he gets used to the way that people around him play, and I think that's true of a lot of players. So, um, oh yeah, football promos is agreeing with you saying the right, bright, Gail Schmack analogy is so true. Um, there you go. That would do for now. So just a few little tweets there. Um, yeah, so, I mean, overall, very, very disappointed to not only lose the game, but not play well. But you have to keep things in perspective. Um, we were always going to get a few lessons this year, and, you know, it's an early lesson for us. We've got to see how we respond against Southampton. And that is what we're going to talk about now, very, very quickly, looking at the time. Um, Southampton, uh, obviously, well, they came down with us from the Premiership when we were last there, and... Um, they went a league further down, like Norwich. And, um, well, they, like Norwich, seem to have benefited from doing that. They got a chance to rebuild. Obviously, their uh, owner managed to pop his clogs. And, unfortunately for them, it's a bit, a bit ill-feeling, but, you know, we're getting towards the end of the show and I'm not really thinking clearly. My hangover's kicking in. Um, but, yeah, so they they got essentially left his estate to, to kind of, Build, uh, build their club up with and build their club they have done. Um, they're currently, at the time that this document was written, they were seventh. Um, all results have been by 1-0, 0-1 or 1-1, so not scored twice in a league game, although they won 5-1 in the cup. Thanks for that stat, whoever did that. Um, our last five against Southampton, uh, hmm, April the 9th, 2012, we lost 2-0. 2-0 Boxing Day as well. It's 2-0 Boxing Day. That was a horrendous, horrendous day. Oh, and wow. That was we awful. never played well down here. I uh, went we... to the Dell in the old days. We always got stuff down there. And it was uh, a smelly fact... place. Danny Zip's <laughs> cat used to piss on that pitch all the time. Did you know that? There's a stat I... for you. <laughs> Thanks for that, mate. I'm sure, I'm sure people will love that. Danny um... Topley, he used to have a cat that used to escape into... <laughs> and the groundsman always used to find his cat, ring him up. Your cat's pissing and shitting on the beach. Come and get it. We so, we so <laughs> need a jingle for Gel's anecdotes, don't we? <laughs> it's another Gel anecdote. <laughs> we need oh, the, uh, the old oh, Top of the Pops just... music or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, listen. The the basic truth is it's another true story. I was paying attention to be saying listen all the time. It's enjoyable. Um, <clears throat> shut up, Joe. Uh, listen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh dear, it's just going to pieces. Uh, it's nine o'clock. Um, it's an away game. Uh, we don't do well there, as Joe has said. Um, but we do have to try and respond. Uh, Alex, thoughts. Uh, tough. No punching as well, uh, obviously because uh, the loan agreement. I would assume that he can't play. I think that if we can get Balassi and Kebe on each wing, get get playing a little bit more like we used to with the width and the and the pace on the wings that we had last year. I can't. I can't see us winning there, but I can see them struggling to break us down. I think we'll grab a draw. Okay, um, Joe, your thoughts. Uh, heart one-one, head lose three-one. Mm-hmm. Nick, I just hope that we're there. Uh, I hope one-one draw. I I just don't want us to get stuck at the bottom like QPR did last year. A few in the chat rooms. Uh, Palace Robbo, Palace Eagle, fifteen say one-one, one-one. Uh, Andy A fancies a draw as well. Uh, DJ Suarez two-two. So we're, we're all looking well, for a draw, yeah, they, and it, it, yeah, it yeah. be that that's our um, 
being positive. <laughs> well, listen, I've had, oh, I said it again. I've actually stuck saying, listen now, Joe, this is your fault. I'm going to be saying it all week. That's the new um, drinking game word. You've stopped saying you know, to- now say listen. Stop saying you know, now say listen. So if we now. get Steve Parrish on, he'll say you know, and you can say listen. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, just a quick review from uh, presenter Albert. He says, uh, punch and pour, Gabidon poor, formation poor, substitutions poor. In fact, most players poor. Lino poor. Good burger, though. So, good review. I'm poor. Yeah, yeah, I'm poor burger. Um, my uh, uh, John program seller says 2-2. Two, two. That's his prediction. Uh, I'm actually going to go with a, with a win for Palace. Um, I think it will be by one goal to nil. Really? Uh, I just fancy us to, to just sort right. of to, to work properly this week and to maybe... Sort of bring the players down to earth a little bit. And Who are we going to look to to score in, Chris? I'm saying Fonte. Who's going to score? Who's going to score? Yeah. I, think it'll, I think it'll be from a set piece. I don't think probably, I don't think direct. But I, probably, I think a set piece and I think mm. uh, a header from a, from a defender perhaps. Gabadon. Well, maybe Gabadon. I don't know who's going to be fit or who's going to be playing at the back. Actually, do you know what? I'll say a Jedanak header. There you go. I, th- I think he's going to head it across because that worked really Remy, nicely you know, a couple there. of times. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the bullet from Barnsley. <laughs> uh, um, is, yeah. it, is it true, I'd Chris? See what we you... could do with him now, couldn't we? Uh, not um, after the Maybe. Well. Are you, are you going for 1-0 every game, Chris, so you get it right at least once? Because you've said yeah, that every much. game, 1-0. Yes, yes. But I just so, think that that's kind of... I think that's how we're almost setting up, if you like. Not quite negative like we were with... Uh, I think you're a secret owner. Nah, mate, no. Nah. Listen, we all know who's got secret other teams in this show. Yeah, don't I have no secret of Yeah, me, Jelly's a Swansea are you fan. Gonna, are you going su- to support him in a couple of support weeks? Support this we week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, listen, I... I I, look, I, he's got a I big wheel in his lounge. He spins it for his team of the week. <laughs> for a dart in. Like, like name that tune or whatever it is. Or... Shit, this week I'm Dartford fan. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just think, I honestly genuinely think that, that we, we would have learned a lot and it would be, it would be overall a positive. We've got to take a positive from a negative today. So that, that's my theory anyway. Um, look, thank you I've to everyone who's listened. Um, if you didn't quite catch everything today, do download the podcast available on iTunes or from wholeradio.net and from links on Twitter, Facebook and on the message boards a little bit later on today. But um, Vote for us. Yeah, vote for vote us in those us. football blogging awards as well. Footballbloggingawards.something.com, probably. Forgotten it now. Um, and what else was there? Yeah, uh, justgiving.com forward slash HOL versus FYP. Donate away. Um, be much appreciated. And um, hopefully near the time we'll be raising... No, up to seven hundred pounds be lovely. But uh until next week, um I'll bid you goodbye. Goodbye. So Homestale Radio is proudly sponsored no, by CompleteSigns.co.uk. Complete Signs are a producer of top quality internal and external signs for an ever-expanding portfolio of clients, including hotels, schools, local authorities and small businesses across the nation. Offering a wide range of creative solutions from flat metal nameplates to neon fascia signs and everything in between. Clients are offered the highest standards in consultation and sales support to ensure complete customer satisfaction with clients free to choose solutions from a wide variety of materials including brass aluminium stainless steel wood and a number of plastics covering most of south england with virtual offices in croydon epsom hawley worcester park in surrey crowthorne in berkshire regent street west london docklands east london and crawley and brighton in sussex so if you're looking for the complete professional service for your sign needs, then look no further than Complete Signs. Head to their website, completesigns.co.uk, for further information, including contact details and full office addresses. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.